Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary VTW, void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere Anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Stuck back from Arfield. What a Burnley! Scott Arfield! He's been threatening that recently. And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end. What a goal from Robbie Blake! Burnley's first goal in the Premier League is something very, very special. Wade Elliott has that change of pace and he's got away from Montgomery. It's the path of McCann and the fire finds the net. What a strike from Wade Elliott. A bolt from the Clarendon Blue. I mean, if there's any justice in the world, Burnley would surely score from this corner. Swung right in there. Ball in there. Yes! Michael Kellan! Oh, that's justice! That is justice at the Amex Stadium! Burnley a level and deserve to be! Hello everybody and welcome along to the pre-game show we've been anticipating, what, since we got relegated back in May, um, it's the Blackburn pre-game show uh, with me, Joe Redmond, here on the Turfcast uh, podcast YouTube channel and of course the, uh, the podcast feed, um, but uh, yeah, here we are, um, I don't know how you're all feeling, if you're feeling anything like me, it's very, very nervous, um, we have got a... Um, uh, um, an enemy waiting uh, to chat to us. Uh, I will bring Dan in, in in just a few, uh, about a minute or so. Uh, I did see him chuckling away, actually, um, obviously, because the first bit of commentary on that is from when we beat Blackburn with the Scott Arthur goal. I did see him chuckling away. I didn't even anticipate that. I'm like, oh, as soon as I played it, I heard, I thought, I'll have a look. Anyway, chuckling away. But um, yeah, uh, nervous. 
I just feel like, and I'll ask Dan this in a second, I just feel like the pressure is on us now because we've been better than them for the last, what, 12, 15 years. We've been playing in, in Europe. They've been down to League One. And now we've kind of sort of like met in the middle and now we're at this position where whoever wins this game will be top um, for the World Cup break. And he'll say for Christmas then, but of course we come back before then. Um, so I feel like the pressure's on us. And I feel like they'll be going into it with not a nothing to lose thing because obviously nobody wants to lose against their rivals. But do you remember, when, for those of you old enough, like, do you remember when we played them in um, 2000 when they came to the turf? I went on that buzzing thinking, oh, well, if we get beat, it's not the end of the world because, you know, five years ago or whatever, they were, they were winning the league and stuff and, that, and now and now we're level. Um, obviously, difference was, I think they were so much better than us in that game and it's short and obviously the less said about the game at Ewood, the better. Uh, that season, they were just so much better than us, whereas they kind of like put us to the sword and, and made an example of us and then obviously they went up um, and then we didn't see each other again for, for a few years again, which just seemed to be the case. But um, I kind of feel like the pressure's on us to sort of like keep this 11-year winless streak for them going because of course we had to endure 34 35 years I, obviously we won't get to that because we're playing each other a lot more now um but it'd be nice you know maybe to get to another 12 at least 12 would be nice um but i kind of feel like that the, the pressure's on us and not just that as well like we've you know we've come down from the prem as i've said you know we are one of the favorites now after we've done well this season to go back up everyone's just expecting blackman to fade even the majority of blackman fans again will ask dan in fact say well instead of just saying we'll ask dan let's bring him in. Let, let's let's get him on stream here he is how you doing mate you okay yeah i'm good thanks for having us on and yeah i was uh having a chuckle at that Arfield commentary i knew it a bit of first one on we've got uh, the david you know, one on ice so yeah you know what i was gonna do i was gonna i was gonna completely change it and put just loads of goals in there against you like get the danny ings one in there get i don't know the, the calling cup one in there even the mike hyde one from the fa cup game when you obviously beat us in the end but you know decent goal but I just couldn't be arsed if I'm being honest with you. Um, but how are you doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, nervous for Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, really. Yeah. Really nervous for it. I just so what, what, don't want to lose. Yeah, that's it for me. What's the overriding emotion then? Is it for you? Because uh, is it excitement? Is it nervousness? Because like I said, I kind of feel like the pressure is on us. Like If I were you, I feel like I'd be going into this more, with more excitement than nervousness. How are you feeling? Yeah, it's a bit like that. I think if you ask most Rovers fans, obviously we all want to win it, but we yeah. know you're a good side as much as it pains us to say it. You know, you picked up some good results and I think we'll look at it thinking we're kind of in the situation that if this were anyone else we're playing, you know, if we're playing Sheffield United away, Norwich away, going up, going to a side that's top of the league, winning games, scoring goals, I think we'd be like, well, if we lose, it's not really the end of the world, but it'll feel like it. And with the added you know, the added thing of four weeks off afterwards, you know, there's no, we can't go again on Tuesday and then just get rid of this game, forget it happened. It's something that's going to sit with us. So I think as much as I'd like to say when, you know, the pressure's on you, I feel like it's a statement for us if we win. It's a real push for us to go on because like you said, you know, we're probably expected to fade away going into January and beyond. Yeah, well, it does seem to be something that happens you know, pretty much every season for you boys. But obviously now it's a different management. I, I do want to talk about, obviously, JDT, John Dal Thomason, who's come in. Got rid of Mowbray, I think, kind of sort of like Raddy's course at Blackburn, if I'm being honest with you. It did become sort of like, not necessarily a laughing stock with early fans, but we kind of knew he was a bit of a poor manager and you were just kind of sticking with him for the sake of sticking with him. But you've come in, John Dal Thomason's come in, he's changed it up, hasn't he? What, what sort of, sort of like... Play how, basically, how, how do you play now? What what sort of game do you play now or, or, or under the new management? 
I think it's a mix which was probably Mowbray's biggest downfall that we kind of had one way with Mowbray. Yes, we changed it every year. Like one year we'd do, uh, we tried a passing game and it didn't work because we didn't have the players, but he wouldn't change it. He couldn't mm. notice that, you know, it's not working at all. Whereas JDT's done it, he's learned to change. We had a, uh, the last home game we played, we well, one of the last ones against Birmingham. We were under the, you know, we went to up and we got put under pressure a lot and he noticed it straight away and he switched, you know, he brought another centre-back on who can just head the ball out. He's very adaptable and that is probably the thing that's done it for us because although we've not come from behind yet, when we're winning games and we go under pressure, we're holding out because we're actually learning how to adapt to it. We're learning what changes to make. I wouldn't say the football's a million times better. I wouldn't say it's hundred times better. It's just we're finding a way to win now, whereas Mowbray was pretty much you knew 20 minutes into the game whether we were going to score a goal or not. And, you know, that's the difference this year, despite, obviously, all the losses we've had. Yeah. Talk to me about your season then, because, like, you've lost more than some of the teams in the relegation zone, but yet you've won the most in the league, yet to draw a game, which is just typical. It'll be 1-1 one, one on Sunday, just you watch. Um, what's, what's it, outside looking in, even if it wasn't Blackburn, I'd be looking at it going, these are weird. These are a very weird side. Like, what 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 do you think's happening with that? Like, is it just because you don't have the mentality to get back into games when you go down, or do you think uh, on the flip side of it, you know, your defense is so solid that as soon as you go in front, you know, you're going to win the game? Yeah, it's a question we've asked for all season. You know, that everyone's asked why we can't do it, and we've still not found the answer. You know, you mentioned about us not being able to come from behind, and that's it. Rovers have got a habit of moment we go one down, we look worse than we did at nil nil. And we look, yeah. it only looks like it's going one way. It looks like it's going to go two or three nil there. Reading away is the prime example. You know, early in the season, we'd won three in a row. We went down there. I think they'd just been beat four nil off Rotherham. And we kind of looked at it and went, we're going to get four wins in a row. And we went one down and then we crumbled and went two down. And then we started playing at three nil down and it was obviously too late. It's a question that I think we're going to keep asking until we actually either come from behind to win a game or we draw a game. I'd love to come from behind on a Sunday and do it, but it's such a it's a peculiar situation. Like you said, you'd be looking at it thinking it's weird, and I know I would with another club. I think we're ten games now off the English record. I think it is for draws, uh, matches without a draw or something. It's the strangest situation, and until Rovers learn to find that way back into a game when we're behind, I think that's what's going to stop us from properly dreaming of. You know, maintaining a position. Yeah, you, you are not punch. I, I hate the term punching above your weight, but you are yeah. doing better than expected. Is what is what I'm trying to say so far this season. Nobody had you as uh, as potential top six, even to be fair. Maybe outsiders for the top six, uh, but you find yourself in the top two. Obviously, if you win this, you go into the World Cup break top. I've cracked. I sort of like said earlier. You know, you do tend to fade a lot. You know, a bit of tongue in cheek sort of comment. But are you expecting you to, to sort of like maintain this? Do you think you can maintain it, or are you expecting a, 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 a sort of like a, a drop off towards you know January February? I think we'll drop off a bit, but I think we'll be around the playoff picture rather than you know the massive where we've fallen in the previous years. You know, I think under Mowbray we went from we were six at one point when we were leading at Brentford. I think we ended up fifteenth in the league two months later. I don't think that'll happen massively. I think we'll drop off because I think Middlesbrough will come into it, you know, under Michael Carrick. I think Norwich are always yeah, finding a way of winning. Uh, Chef United, obviously, yourself. So that's four teams that I think are just going to eventually outplay us in terms of getting points. But I don't think we'll fade off, you know, like we have done before. It all depends on January. We're looking at players for January. 
one thing Rovers haven't done in recent years, gone for it in January last year, uh, we were flying in the league, we beat Bournemouth and Mowbray kind of, there's rumours that Mowbray maybe didn't want to buy a player, he didn't want to have the pressure of spending three, four million and ultimately it cost us because we were then missing that game changer. So if we can add in January, I think we'll, I personally think we'll get playoffs if we add the right players and keep hold of Diaz, which although it looks likely now, what if a Premier League club's desperate and says, yeah. you know, we'll chuck 15 million away for him. It's, it's a tough situation. If we keep Diaz, then I think we could do it. But who knows? It's Rovers. They surprise us any time, even when we think it's set in stone. It's it's weird, the Diaz situation, is it? Because I've seen him talking about how he expects to stay there. It seems like he's bought into what you're trying to achieve. He's talking about promotion, um, which I saw on, on Twitter the other day. But like you said, if a Leeds, for example, who, uh, you know, Bamford gets another injury, you know, Bournemouth, you know, a team that's down there. And obviously, uh, the, the, obviously the next part of the story is he's out of contract in the summer. So he's going to be leaving yeah. in the summer regardless, of course. So that if someone came in and said, we'll give you 10 mil, do you think, do you think then in that hypothetical scenario that your board will be like, yeah, we'll take that? I don't. I think the Venkies, you know, all the criticism, I know Burnley fans love a joke about them, but the one thing they've done throughout the time here is they will hold out on a player. They will lose money on a player rather than, especially in the last five years, rather than, you know, getting him off for money. Adam Armstrong was a prime example. We had him on an extension and the, we had the chance of the playoffs and they said, keep him, just keep him, try and get playoffs because they know what the Premier League's worth. I think it would take upwards of 15 million. The highest bid we had in the summer was 12 million and they turned that down you know, straight away almost. I don't even think they entertained Everton with it. So they're not a they're not a, a board, they're not the owners that'll sell a player to get the money back. They know what the Premier League's worth. They know they probably know that for Rovers fans they've got to get back to the Premier League to at least be liked by the fans again. Because that's been the biggest issue, you know. You'll know more than anyone how far we've fallen and you'll have enjoyed the years we've had, but I think they just know that the Premier League's the big thing. And I'm sure it's a thing with the manager as well. You know, What yeah. are you showing to your manager if he's second in the league and then you're selling his best striker, regardless of you know his contract situation? Yeah, there is two things I want to pick up on there. You mentioned Venkis and obviously three, four years ago, it were all fun and games, chickens on the pitch, all that sort of thing. Is the tide turning in Blackburn's fans' opinion on Venkis? Because there's no noise about them anymore. And that tends to be that, you know, it's like a referee. If you're not talking about the referee, he's kind of doing a good job. It's the same with your board. No one's criticising them so much anymore. Well, I don't see it anyway. And Burnley fans aren't joking about them anymore. So has the tide turned a little bit with Venkis now? Did do do the Blackburn fans kind of like them, nearly like them, on the way to liking them? It's a tough one. What they've done is they've just kept out of the club. Like, you know, the first five years, the. I won't go into the full details, but they had certain ways of going about stuff and they were pretty public and they kind of got bitten by it. And they kind of sat back and just let the uh, the football people run it. You know, they're not football people. They're really wealthy. I think people forget how wealthy they are, actually. Yeah. But they're pretty wealthy owners that they want the best for the club. I truly believe they want the best for the club. I just think that they got it completely wrong. And now they've learned to leave it to the football guys. You know, we've just appointed a director of football in the summer who, personally in my eyes, is if Rovers are going to make it back to the Premier League in the near future, he's the man that's going to kind of spearhead it all. And they've learned that, you know, just don't get involved with it. It's not as easy as it seems. You can't come and buy a football club and next thing you know, you, you know, you're walking through the Premier League getting however much money in a year. They'll sit back, 
personally, I just don't want them to come and disrupt anything. You know, the worst thing they could do in my eyes now is come back when we start doing well. I'd rather they sit in the back, yeah. keep pumping the money in, which I think they will do, and just leave the football people to get on with it, really. Fair enough. Uh, like I said, there's no noise about them anymore, so I kind of think that you know they, they must be doing a, an okay job, especially you know cut out the fall that you had in recent years, the, the rise that you've had after that fall. Admittedly, you shouldn't have had that fall. It, you know the board didn't get involved. You may not have had that fall, but they've done well enough to get you back to where they were. Um, and it was well, Diaz, the 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 enemy, the, the guy that I think we're all dreading. If you're on the claret side, claret and blue side, should I say the guy that we're all dreading? Like he reminds me a bit of when we were going into the game and we hadn't beaten you for so long. And Danny Ings were on form, and we were like, yeah, we have a really good striker who's going to be in the Premier League, going to play for England. Obviously, Diaz won't play for England with his Chile alliances, but you know, we knew that he could hurt you. And it was the same with Andre Gray like a few years later, and obviously he got the penalty at, at, at the turf. I kind of feel like you have a striker that's in form now and can hurt us. Just how well is he playing at the minute? Oh, he's unbelievable. And I think his biggest thing is, even when he doesn't score, he's an influence on the game. You know, he's really energetic. We've seen him sprinting in the 98th minute. And that's that's kind of the thing that's come on from last year. So, he were really he were really bad, to be fair, for the first two seasons. Uh, the third season, the COVID season, he kind of got a few goals, then got injured and went back to his old self. And then last year, he started scoring goals. But maybe his all-round game wasn't there. And now he's on to that all-round game of pressing. You know, even if... He might have a stinker. He's had a few games this season where he's been really poor yeah. in front of goal, but he's gone on to you know make a, a block that might lead to goal. He's definitely the guy in form, and he's formed a really good partnership with Sam Gallagher alongside him, who personally I think they'll give your team a, you know, a good goal, especially with your, you know, maybe your, I wouldn't say your downside of your team, but maybe the weak point is you know the crosses, which Gallagher, six foot four, he should be winning some at least. Yeah, well, I was going to say like who who else should be who else should we be looking out for? Because obviously we're all we're all aware of uh, of how good Diaz is, but is the next guy after that Gallagher then? Uh, I, I'd probably say so. Just given, I think the stats this year is he's played he started eleven games and we've won ten of them. So that kind of tells you that he's at least doing something right. Ryan Hedge is really good attacking midfielder. Uh, just missed out on the Wales World Cup squad, which he really should have got into. Just a a big player, you know, for the size he is, you probably won't expect him to move like he does. I think Rovers, there's so many players that are full of quality that maybe aren't getting recognised as much as, you know, your Norwiches, your Chef United, uh, Adam Wharton, Lewis Travis, Scott Wharton, Dom Hyam at the back from Coventry's. Yeah, he's, he's been a good signing, to be fair. Yeah, he's been unbelievable. We couldn't believe, you know, we've replaced Daryl Lenny, I knew was a Rovers centre-back for seven years. And although he was solid, he had his weak sides and we kind of improved on that as such. It's full of talent, you know. I'm not just saying that because we're playing Burnley and I want to batter you. I'm saying it because there is some really good players. Yeah, so obviously we've kind of looked at your squad there. What's your thoughts on our squad? Not necessarily your opinion on them, because it's obviously not going to be a good opinion, but sort of like, who, do you, who are you wary of? Because there's no... I don't see our squad as like a standout, obvious, very good player like you have in Diaz. Like there's other areas of your squad which are decent, as you just mentioned. But I think Diaz is the main point. I think if we keep him quiet, 
and probably Gallagher, um, then I think we win the game. But with us, I feel like there's dangers um, in midfield, on the wings. Jay Rodriguez is up top as well, obviously Burnley born and bred. So where, where do you look at that Burnley side and think, yeah, that guy could really hurt us there? I think it's your front four. Your front four really worry me. Uh, I've watched a bit of Burnley, obviously. You've been on Sky quite a bit, haven't you? And we kind of knew you'd get picked up by Sky with the Vincent Company stuff and that. But, yeah, I think uh, that's why ben- it is. Yeah, Benson off the bench, you know, we spoke before, didn't we? And he's kind of the one that I'm worried about on Saturday, Sunday, sorry. Yeah, don't Sunday. turn up on Saturday, mate. It's definitely I'm Sunday. Not, I might do it this week, you never know. <laughs> uh, just your front four, really. I think they're the ones that I look at and think, are they going to be the ones that cause this issue? Because like, you know, like I've already said, when Rovers go behind, we don't win a game. And if you've got a front four with that much quality... We're gonna. I think we're gonna have to hit you early and get that early goal, because we're so good when we're leading. So it's stopping that front four for me. If we can stop them, isolate them, I think Rovers have a really good chance. You know, Nathan Teller, Jay Rodriguez, you mentioned, do you know he's still going strong, still a really good quality player. You know, there's a lot of players in your side that I think God, if we had him in, I think we might be the ones pushing. You know, pushing yeah. on, getting that extra step up the table. Taylor, I will bellish, you know, he ripped Rovers and I can't, you know, I never thought he'd turn out to be maybe what Tossing the Dora Bio did after his loan spell go on and play Prem yet, but he clearly had talent at Rovers and, you know, he's one that worries me. I think I always worry when we play a former player, but when it's a former player doing as well as he is, I think yeah. that adds another level to him. You know, I've been impressed by him this year. Yeah, he's, he's a very good defender and I think he will play for England. Obviously, the fact that he's England under-21 captain, I think, speaks volumes. He's a, yeah. very highly thought of it in, in the England setup, and I do think he will play for England quite on a regular basis. I will do very, 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 very well to keep hold of him, which I definitely don't think we will. He'll go back to City and probably break into their team in the next three, four years. Um, one thing I do want to ask is, I do believe um, that genuinely, as I just said on your show earlier, that we are, pound for pound, man for man, the better side. But you have players that I would take, like Diaz, potentially. Um, the, uh, not Gallagher. Um, there's another lad as well. Uh, the lad at the back, the Coventry lad you just mentioned. I'd have oh, him. Dom Hyam. Yeah, and I, I think I'd have your keeper as well. That's no, that's no shit on Murich for all the Murich fanboys start having a go at me. I just, I just like uh, what's he called again? Is it Kaminsky? Yeah, Kaminsky. Yeah, class. he's a very, very good goalkeeper. Um, but what are the players that you'd have from our side in your team? That's a good shout. I think uh, I think Matson would do us a good job, you know, at left back. We've got Harry Pickering, who's, you know, you mentioned on our show that Matson's maybe struggled defensively, but so is Harry Pickering. That's kind of, they kind of seem the same fullback, really. And I just think maybe maybe Matson had done more of an end product for us. I'd definitely take Jay Rodriguez if we could fit him in with Brereton Diaz and Gallagher yeah. somehow. We like a front three. If you had them three running at you, I think we'd be. Be laughing and Benson as well. I think Rovers maybe over the last few years we've had Joe Rothwell that could come off the bench and you know change a game and having someone like Benson who can come and do that for us and you know score maybe a goal because like I've laboured on so many times on here already and on our channel that we can't change a game. So someone like Benson's yeah. changed the game. I think it'd be it'd be really good to have. Yeah, fair enough. I think that's one of our main strengths this season. Like When you look back at the bench, if we are losing 1-0, there are people that can come on and change a game. And we haven't had that for quite a while under Dyche. Uh, not that he ever had a plan B anyway. Um, but, you know, we, we never really had the options there anyway, to be fair, even if he did have a plan B. Um, but, right, we'll start wrapping it up then. Um, 
got into 20, just over 20 minutes. Um, let's get some predictions then. I, I don't think many people, even if deep down they think, oh, we might lose this game, I don't think many people are going to predict a, a defeat for their own side here. So what's your prediction for this weekend's match, mate? Bearing in mind, I think the, the, the saving grace for me, how nervous I am, because you are capable of getting a result. As I've said, you've won the most games in the championships. Of course, you're capable of getting a result. You haven't been that good away from home. So that is my sort of like thing. I'm thinking, oh, maybe they won't be that good. Maybe they, they might just have an off day. But what what are your thoughts? Are you expecting, um, you know, you, you to be on it because it's a derby? Are you expecting a win? What are you expecting? I think it depends how you tackle it. And I mentioned before that I like how much your fullbacks get forward, but that's kind of playing to our strengths. You know, getting Brereton Diaz in behind will win us the game. I think if you push forward with, with your fullbacks, that's our best chance of getting behind. So if company approaches it like he has been doing, with the fullbacks, I fancy us for it. And I'm saying that a bit because it's Burnley. You know, if we were playing Sheffield United, I might be a little less, you know, a little less optimistic. I just think that it, a lot of it depends on the company facts because I don't doubt that you've got quality. I don't doubt that one bit. But Brereton Diaz getting in behind that fullback is our move. It's kind of, if you watch your games, get that ball over to him, let him do whatever he needs to do. I'm going to go for a 1 0 Rovers and I hope that doesn't come back to bite me. I'd take a draw now. I'd snap your hand off for a nil-nil draw, 1-1, one, 4-4. One, four, four, maybe not 4-4. Four, four, I don't think I'd handle it. But yeah. a draw would do us. But I'll go for one nil Rovers. Who knows, though? It's a derby day. Yeah. It could be anything. I'd be very surprised if it's one nil either way. I think there's goals in it. I think we've got a, a very good forward line, a very good midfield. We are susceptible at the back, and which is where you're at your strongest. So I do think you'll have a bit of joy. I'm thinking it could be. It's typical in it. But I'll say all this. It'll end up being nil nil, like you say, yeah. or one nil. You know, something like that. But it could. It could even be like it's like four two. You know, something like that. I genuinely believe both teams will attack. We do get forward with the fullbacks. Um, I'm hoping. I don't know. I'm hoping he makes a couple of changes. I've discussed this on the, the therapy session we had earlier this week. If you haven't watched it, it's on the channel. Uh, where do we keep the same fullbacks and let them go forward? Or do we bring in a couple of, you know, your Charlie Taylor and your Connor Roberts who are better defensively, but then we won't have that dynamic going forward. So you're going to kind of lose a little bit of that. So we'll see. I'm going to go 3-1 Burnley. I'd, like I said, I do think we are the better team. I just feel man for man, like I said, we are the better side. I just hope, because we have had some games where we just haven't been that good. Um, and you're saying that about yourselves as well. So I'm just hoping we catch it the other way around because we went into that Swansea game recently of we weren't doing that well. I think they had won about six games in a row, making an assault on the playoffs, and we just absolutely dicked them. Steamrolled them 4 0. They tried to press us, but they did this half hard press, and it was so easy to beat. And I think you did this the, the goal you conceded against Coventry, I watched it. And you tried to press. I don't know if you were tired or what, but you tried to press them and, and it wasn't a very good press and they got in behind you so easily. And I remember looking at that and thinking, if they do that against us, we will murder them. But there's been yeah. games where you've pressed a lot better. So I'm hoping that, you know, we just kind of catch you. But I, th I think both teams are well up for it. You know, they'll come out, they'll be able to hear the atmosphere in the stadium anyway because obviously the, the changing rooms are underneath the away end, which is now half the home end as well. So they'll be able to hear all that. They'll be well up for it. So, um yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, as I said on your show, um, I'll let you plug your channel now, but I'm not sure there's going to be many people there thinking, oh yeah, I'll go, I'll go and subscribe to that. Um, but you never know, lads. If if we beat them, you might want to go over and, uh, and watch it. So I just want to let everyone know where they can watch your stuff and where they can find you. Yeah, you can find us on Rovistar. Uh, like Joe says, if we win the game, plenty of stuff on there. Come and check it out. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. If we lose, then the channel might go silent for a week. But no, I enjoy... EFL content. I do watch a bit of 
Burnley content. I'll admit it. I watch every championship club that I can, you know, watch. So if anyone does want to check it out, just come over and watch. Yeah, definitely. I think I think I'll be similar. I think if if we get beat, I might go into hibernation for a few weeks. Maybe do a sixty second review. That's it. Um, but if we win. Yo, you bet there's going to be content coming at your left, right and centre. But, uh, Dan, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for uh, coming on the show. And this is a bit where I like to wish people good luck for the rest of the season, just not that game. But I don't even want to say good luck for the rest of the season. And, uh, we'll just, leave it at that. Yeah, j- just terrible luck, please, mate. Um, but thanks for coming on, mate. It's been a pleasure. No, thanks for having me on. I've enjoyed it. And whoever wins Sunday wins, don't they? It's, we've got the reverse fixture to make it up if we lose. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming on, mate. It's been a pleasure. Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.